tonight's episode, I don't want to say it's going to be different, but we're going to go a little doom and gloom with it. If you're already depressed, maybe skip this one until you're feeling better. And uh, other than that, welcome to fucking Tuesdays. Fucking Tuesdays. I still don't have my goddamn air horn, Matt. Or buttons. Dude, if I just had one button. Buy it, man. I don't know how to do these things. It's on the Amazon. Big Daddy Bezos, he's got your you, back. You think I know how to do the Amazons? You're ask a me, grown ass man. Ask you don't me know how many times I I have Kindle Unlimited. Does that count? No. I do not online shop, bro. If I need something, I go to Walmart and get it. Bless your heart. Renfest. Renfest? Yes. Yeah. I had ideas about podcast subjects that involve the Rimfest. Okay, so have we done the snake oil one yet? No, we haven't talked about snake oil. Okay, so I can't give away all of my magical secrets. Obviously, it's bad business. Especially when I'm hoping to pick up a lot of business for this podcast at said Rimfest, you know? So if you're buying my product, listening to old episodes, thank you. If you absolutely hated me, in character, which is not a character, then you can eat a dick. Sincerely, Mr. Wizard. So I'm going to say next week I will definitely have a better opinion for this subject because I plan on using the beard stripper. And that way I can actually have a true nice. opinion of it. Feels good. I'm trying to keep this segment mostly kid-friendly for obvious reasons. But if you've never used a heavily mentholated stripper around your nether regions that you're it's spicy bro like be ready I guess I forgot to warn <laughs> so he was uh, he he said it was like rubbing icy hot on his tank yeah I, I, menthol do that yeah I mean it's not technically menthol it's, it's peppermint oil yeah I plan on using it here that's what I did like, um head, yeah head A primary yeah. head not head Shit. B yeah, snake oil yeah so like you say snake oil, and I uh-huh. think of like the old, uh-huh. like Western, uh-huh. like, oh, I've got uh-huh. your cure for everything, but it doesn't yeah. do shit. It's oh, like, no, but that's the fun part. Mine's not. Okay, so. It's like watered down whiskey or castor oil or something like that. So, yeah. I mean. Okay, so my, my beard wash is magic in a way. Now, this stuff plays much more. See, these are the secrets I don't want to give away. There is magic involved. So, from the most mundane ingredient up, everything will have intention. I'm not stupid. Will it work for everyone for everything? No, definitely not. I mean, but will it work for some shit you will not believe? Probably. Like, I fully expect people to go off of other medicines just to take this shit, because the side effects will disappear. So, the snake oil I've envisioned is for the stomach. It's a natural... You've heard the whole... Yo play shit like of a healthy gut leads to a healthy yeah. body. This is to promote healthy guts. I don't really even like that word, but what else to use? Well, the issue with this is I don't think you're allowed to sell stuff like that at the rent fairs. Because uh, they do have some rules and restrictions. So I'm going to bill it as an herbal tea. This issue still stands. I don't know that they allow... They have to be like a food truck booth. The, I'm not going to say which, but the farmer's market that I used to be affiliated with, you, they were fine. Beeswax, honey, 
jams, all that stuff. And this won't even be a preservative. Like, this will be fresh-made tea. And I'm going to advise that you drink it fairly quickly. I'm not saying you have to have it done before you leave the infest or anything, but don't don't set it in your fridge for six months. Like, drink it in a week or less. And use your best judgment. If the shit starts to sour in your fridge, maybe call me and get some fresh. I don't know, I could tell you the ingredients. Think about things that are good for your gut. I'm just going to do all the work for you and make it easy. So I have a, an idea for a virility pill, too. You're actually responsible for this, because I spent more than 30 seconds thinking about it. Now I have a good idea. The I think I can, boners? The ogre's boners. Yeah. Wow. If, if people buy it as a novelty, they're still buying it. So if it gets people into the booth, talking about the booth, laughing, it inspires conversation. I definitely think there could be that niche market, especially of people that want something as a natural alternative to Viagra. There are people that love that holistic or ballistic approach. Drinfest. Okay, so these are virility pills, right? These are to make you feel young again, which will, in fact, lead to other things. But it's not its not a dick pill. Yeah. It, it really is something different. But will it increase vascularity, drive, yes. libido, stamina? Would you love to feel 18 again? And not mentally. The two ingredients you told me about, the one would be good for your gut as well. Hand it over. I need all those in my life. <laughs> like... Dude, I mean, it's the, the medicines they make now are the shit that works out of the ancient remedies, but they've extracted it down to full chemical purity. Like, it's literally a million parts per million, whatever the fuck they tell you it is. 999,999 parts per million. Sorry. Break it down to its base molecular level. Yeah, they've sucked the soul out of everything. CBD. The, the full spectrum thing, like natural, has... Pretty much everything in the proper proportions of where you need it. But then they, they extract. They make it stronger. But you lose all the soul. Bring the soul back with Mr. Wizard products. I hope so. I honestly expect to be heavily replicated. But if it gets the world back into a holistic mindset, I'm cool with it. Anything that makes money, people are going to copy. They're fucking zombies. And I'm considering collecting lots more natural ingredients for things. Like flowers. Wildflower petals. Put them together and let them dry. If you want, you can pulverize them. You don't have to. I, mean, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I know 30 different uses for wildflower petals, dried or otherwise. Have you ever actually eaten the head of a flower? No. A lot of them are really good. I mean, you've got your, like, your dandelion salad and stuff like that. People okay, I'm not a big fan of the taste of dandelions, though. Okay. However, I that, like, uh, especially, dude, like roses? Yeah. Dude, eat one sometime. Just literally just... And they use rose hips so, and uh, flavor oh, all the yeah. time. Like that's so, actually really good for you. A lot of so, your highest end uh, lipsticks and yeah. other, they use rose petals as the color, the smell, everything. Like it's 100% natural and they literally just dry and grind them. Do you know where they get the texture for lipstick a lot of the time? No. Is it amber? Fish scales. The ambergris stuff. Oh, God, no, that's like perfumes and stuff. Whale that's vomit. Extremely expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, some, like, Indian fishery found a 50 or 100 kilogram wad of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he bought his whole village, probably. It's more yeah. valuable than... Uh, by pound, I, it's, even, uh, it? it's stupid. It's interesting, like, where beauty products get their stuff. It has like the most it's... disgusting things in it, but... Dude, that's... I mean... Uh, 
There are some things, and when we're talking the highest end market, human hands make the magic. A Lamborghini? Well, not all of them anymore, but the high end ones. The high end Bugattis, million dollar plus cars are made by hand. Every fucking time. Custom made, start to finish. Literally. And like one guy will build, machine the entire fucking motor. He might spend six months building a motor for a car. That's why it takes so long to get one. Mm -hmm. First thought that popped into my head when you said human hands is just kids cleaning bomb casings. Mm. That's who builds the iPhones and the Nike shoes. Still things, just because it's not as prevalent here. Like I said, this one's going to get dark in the next 10 words or so. So you've been warned. School shootings. Think they're going to make a comeback? I know they haven't stopped, but now the media's attracting attention again, which you always get copycat duplicates. Like I said, people find something new and they steal it. They have zero creativity, just a whole bunch of spunk. Okay, so do you remember, um, like... Earthquake drills and shit get underneath your desk. Tornado drills. Tornadoes. Hallway, yeah, the book. Put, yeah. put the book over your head. And it's going to help you, you know. But anyway. Dude, we had active shooter drills, but they were they were live. Remember when dude called in the bomb threat? They were just like, all right, everybody go to the other building. Yeah. That was one of the dumbest things ever. Like, it, it always, the students were relocated to inside of another facility that is generally unused, left alone, mm-hmm. unattended. And then you shuffle the entire student body into this one building. You know that rule one thing? Like, school shootings in every way, shape, and form is the exact opposite of following rule number one. Like, I don't personally believe in a heaven or a hell so much, but I think when you get enough bad karma and then die, as your average school shooter does, if anything even close to hell exists, it's reserved for people like that. I mean, I'm not saying it's only. Like, there are other things that are equally as bad Maybe even worse, but that's up there, like, top shelf. You've just traumatized every kid within 15 counties. We used to, we play basketball with that school. Like, every kid that hears about that is going to be terrorized. You've terrorized a nation of children. Fuck yourself. And then there are those that uh, find comedic value and relief in it. I don't know if you've seen this side of the dark string memes where people literally are putting uh, pictures of, like, the report from the front face of the school building with the Star Wars meme of Anakin killing younglings mm. in the courtyard. Yeah, like, dude, shit, shit's dark everywhere. People are twisted because they're desensitized to the whole thing because they see shit like that from the time they can get on the fucking internet or Facebook. So most people, they, they take solace in the fact that their life isn't so bad, if that makes sense. Like, well, if that guy fucking shot up a school, I must be something like sane, right? I mean... Something. Or they say, I could do better. I would, I mean, you got those Redditors. Like, I'm not saying everybody on Reddit is fucking crazy, but... Dude, if you want to start a revolution... Yeah, you don't, I don't, I don't Reddit. I, yeah, I don't and fuck I with it. I see shit that's fucking dark and twisted anyway. So it's like, it's because, man, there, there's some rabbit holes I shouldn't even touch. Don't... Creepypasta, not Reddit. It's fine. You can read as much creepypasta as you want. You probably won't shoot up any schools. If you go over to the Reddit where there's a bunch of people, like, pumping each other up to do stupid shit. Like, there's whole chat rooms like, well, if you if you start it, we'll go with you, and then... Area 51 invasion. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what, two showed up? 
stuff. No, there was a there crowd. was a few hundred, if I remember right, but they were all but basically they weren't there. It was to just storm. a party outside the fence. Nobody went to storm. Everybody anything. that showed up was there to watch everybody else storm. Yeah. Like, and they all admitted that. Like, we just wanted to see the party. We were on on vacation and had some beer. Here we are. I'm glad that one didn't. I mean, that you know how close to a massacre that was, Tiananmen Square, dude. It'd been bad. Rabies, go. That's a that's a bad. Rabies I, is really bad. I found a lot of cases around here, and I've had to eradicate them out. And it's just it's a so that's scary, man. The statistic I read was that only six humans ever known have survived rabies. Because usually by the time you're presenting symptoms, it's a neurological. Yeah. So like it is so it's deeply set into your brain. brain. It's too late. It's, yeah. yeah, you got like three or four days and you die. Yeah, Dude, I tell you what, though, they've done wonders <laughs> of getting the uh, vaccination down to what is it? Two shots now. Is it? I didn't know they even had it. Rabies. Like, I. Oh, oh yeah, 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 dude. I mean, they've been doing that. Rabies vax sucks. Like, That's you what have I've heard. It. It's like, very painful. Okay, even, even 20 years ago, yeah. it was 26 shots in the stomach over a two week period. That was your vaccination for rabies. It was fucking miserable. We're talking like needles going to your gut. Yep. Honey okay. says, nope. Uh, now I think it's like two shots. And I think yeah. they're in, like literally on the butt. Yeah. So, I'm sure they hurt like a devil. <laughs> that is what I have heard. one of those ones that just feels like you've been hit with a damn sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. I bet you anything that's it. You're condensing that much. The shot of penicillin is like peanut butter. So I think it is. I can't. That that's like my one allergy is penicillin. Oh, yeah. And any derivatives thereof, like amoxicillin and shit like that. You know that. the fun yeah. part? There are over a hundred known antibiotics, right? Mm-hmm. Only four still work on humans. So, amoxicillin, yeah. penicillin, the Z pack thing and mm-hmm. the IV, if I remember right. Z pack's what I've always gotta go with. It's so fucked up. Yeah, the IV is what I had for the uh, staph infection. The IV is fucking strong. Yeah. Like, you'll pee neon. I didn't have any kind of side effect afterwards. You must have drank a lot of water. Well, they gave me two of those and two IVs on top of it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Banana bag, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a long day of just sitting there with the drip going. You're alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's no joke, dude. Anybody else had to, you know, perm a cart? <laughs> right here on a constant IV? No. <clears throat> I had an IV in my foot one time where I carried the bag around on a broom handle. Well, that was military, wasn't it? You, I mean, dude needed so many sticks before he was a, like, he wanted to practice. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. He was going to hit the main line, but that was out. the first IV I've ever had in Your my foot? lifetime. No. The IV that day when I had to go into the ER. I've never had an IV up to that point. Dude, I'm like an IV junkie, yeah. man. Yeah. I've been extremely lucky. I've never broken a bone. Yeah. I mean, I was almost was 39. First IV ever. Wow. Yeah, Immortal ogre shit. I guess so. I don't know, because whatever it was, damn near tried to kill me. I Pretty needed, hard. I needed milk. Damn some milk. Ignorance versus stupidity. You know, just uh, not knowing something like the literal lack of knowledge. Ignorance. Is Everybody thinks it's the same thing. What's up? You call somebody ignorant. You call me stupid? No, I'm calling you ignorant. 
I wish, yes, I wish you would shut up and listen to me because you obviously have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to be mean about that. It's literally obvious. Shut up. The, the highest level of ignorance is out of most teenagers nowadays that I've run across, you know, aside from, like, children that just literally haven't experienced as much. Yeah. Like, God, I COVID hope I wasn't babies, that man. just legitimately ignorant when I was that age. Yeah, you were. No, probably and the funny part is when you're 60, you'll think people our age now are really ignorant, but yeah. you're one of them now compared, but maybe because old people think they know things because they're old. Mm-hmm. That That's not always true. You can be old and stupid, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. stupidity because they probably should have learned that lesson at some point. You just never did that, Keep doing that same shit and expecting a different result. Well, that's the definition of insanity. It's fun. Maybe they're all three related. I've always, like, this is an old thought of mine, the ignorance, where you don't know something and the stupidity is you know better and do it anyway. And I I have so little patience anymore. <laughs> so would you <laughs> say really that somebody who is ignorant of their ignorance is stupid? Or is someone ignorant of their ignorance just Okay, ignorant? so this <laughs> is this is a relativity thing, and we're actually starting to venture over into the shadow work. The way you deal with your shadows is by the Gnosticism thing, right? Like, you have to be willing to look into the light. No matter how hard, how, how much it burns, you have to look at it. So most people will firmly refuse to look. So it's not so much, it's self-induced ignorance, I guess. They refuse to talk to anybody that's not a Christian. They, they don't go to places that, that have the things that they don't like. Like, they keep their blinders on. And it's funny, your average Christian is much closer to Amish than they'd really believe. And let me tell you what, when you go to a place that does present something that is variant from your beliefs or your your religion or what have you, do not talk down to or, or belittle another person for presenting what their literal profession asks them to, mm-hmm. whether they believe it or not. Like, keep your shit to yourself. Maybe actually lose some of your ignorance and gain some knowledge of, of another another side of things. Well, I don't agree with that, but you know what? Let me listen to what they have to say to find out why I don't agree with it. So maybe I have ammunition from late, for later as opposed so to just one side. Everybody's so one-sided. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I think the problem is we all lead our favorite horses straight to the water and they just out of spite won't fucking drink it. Like, you gotta take them just over close enough that they think they found it themselves. Well, like, if your religion dictates the world is only like five or six thousand years old or whatever and you go to a cave that is presenting that it is, again, millions of years. Um, don't. Don't be a dick. So most of these crazy shit theories that that say, like, Flat Earth were only 6,000, like, they're talking terraform. Like, this shit was all copies. This is all hologram. And it's ran for 6,000 years. I'm not saying I agree or don't agree. I'm just saying that some of these crazy shit theories are actually much more well-based than what you'd think. The, The Flat Earth thing where Antarctica is actually the ice wall... So, like, no matter where you go, you hit an ice wall and it all looks basically the fucking same, but... Okay, uh, I'm not sure what religious branch it is, but, uh, prime example is there's a series called Answers in Genesis that is from that, uh, I'm wanting to say it's that 
Jewish sort of what Episcopalian? What was uh oh, name of the um, mess, messianic messianic menace. Jew. Yeah, messianic Jew Judaism. Yes. They believe in the Messiah. So catching flack from these people. Isn't it's there not fun. A religion that actually has Santa Claus in the Bible? That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Northern Baptist. <laughs> Um, shadow work is not. Shadow work is the whitest of white magic. It is all to do with your own shadows. Shadow work is something every single person should be doing. Facing your goddamn fears. I don't give a fuck how amazing you are at the three things you like. If you can't swim. If you can't, I don't know, ride a bicycle because of that time you fell off it at three years old and hurt yourself. You scraped your knee, so now I just, I don't ride bicycles. Fuck yourself. Shadow work is the getting rid of, and I know they. everybody thinks, well, my toxic-ass ex. Yeah, the, the big ones are obvious. It's the little ones that are hard. But we all know them, and we refuse to fucking see them. So, then lightworkers step in, somebody that cares for you enough to literally slap you. Or figuratively. I would rather most people just literally slapped me, I think. Because this mental manipulation shit is fucked. And there is no happily ever after. If you want it, you gotta work for it every fucking day of your life. There is no I win button where you get to just stop. Happy will run away as soon as you let it. Yeah, but there's also the counter of that ever after. And yeah, tipping point, I think is what I would rather call it, is a tipping point where you're no longer, you're no longer climbing out, you're walking forward. You're still having to work. So you're, you're in the happy ever after, but the, the phrase is lived happily ever after. It's the end of a book, but it's just another to be continued. It's pretty words people use that they don't understand. I married my prince and lived happily ever No, if you just gave up, like you got him, you're married. All right, he's not going to be very happy in five years because you do nothing to maintain. You, you married him. Good job. Your presence alone should be enough for him. Right? Because you're a princess. Or the inverse. I mean, there's a lot of dickhead dudes that do the same. She's fucking mine now. She got three kids, so fuck that bitch. Yeah. I mean, toxic is toxic. That's why I don't do relationships, because I'm a fucking asshole. I just don't have any emotions. So there's that difficulty of making that connection with me. Warning on this one. You should try LSD. Maybe not the fr- maybe mushrooms first a couple times, but that shit will rape your face. Promise. What mushrooms? Are yeah, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't even advise doing much of either, but like, you can pull collegiate research on psilocybin, like laboratory. There is no everything you hear about them is misinformation. There are people that freak the fuck out, but they do it stupid. Shit, watch that. There's a Netflix documentary all about fucking mushrooms and shit. It's mostly where, where you just get caught in a loop and get lost. So a lot of people freak out. I did that one time. I was caught in a loop because I couldn't understand the concept of breathing or sleeping. Sleep, I think, was the biggest one. I was trying to go to sleep. That was way too fucked up. I know, it's something I worry about, like what kind of person I would be on anything, really. You know, uh, you see people okay. when they go in get like their wisdom teeth fit out and shit, uh-huh. and they're just, I don't so, want to be like an okay. asshole or a complete fucking idiot. Or so I know a man who truly believes mushrooms are the missing link, 
at some point, monkey ate mushroom and evolved into man. Really? Rapidly. And look at the rapid acceleration of our species. And you know how many really cool fucking crazy people that change the world eat mushrooms regularly? Carrie Fisher? A known psychedelic fucking, like, she ate that shit to her death. Loved them. I'm, I'm not saying everybody that eats mushrooms is a good person. I'm not saying that they will do that. But if you use it properly, like, that whole magic thing. Well, that's what makes me nervous. Is I'm fully aware of the person I am now. Well, I don't know about fully, but. Oh, but that's, that's. I think yeah. I'm a Shadow work. decent person. But Shadow work. You are. Yeah. I don't want to do anything that would. Where do you think that emotional person is? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Point. Honestly, in my opinion, it makes life easier. Sort of. Easier, yes. Fair enough, yeah. But it's like easy mode of a video game. There's yeah. things you miss. Non-player character shit, man. Again. Yeah, imagine. I mean, that's something else I'm aware of. Like, that emotional connection with your spouse, your children, that's something that I'm worried that's not there. It's like achievement unlocked. Yeah. So I have the exact opposite. I feel too much like everything and it's very hard for me to put my armor back on sometimes so I mean the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence I think wizards and ogres and shit mm. exactly and then you got weird ass little halflings over here <laughs> he's got hairy feet too I've seen him we should got... find a badass chick to just fucking co-host honestly yeah that'd be fun and she'd yeah, tell like, us we and, being a bunch of Man, but then she's the token chick. Whatever, fuck Whatever. it. Fucking Tuesday's podcast is currently in the market for a badass chick to be our token female. I'll bring snacks and water. Anything else she needs on you. It pays nothing. When are we going to go upstream and find out why people are jumping off into the river rather than fishing them the fuck out the next day? There is a fundamental problem with this country and every single person and it refuses to admit it. Rap music and video games. <sighs> no, uh, maybe. But it's all engineered. Like, oh, we're going to put a parental advisory on. Everybody knows a parent's not going to fucking check. They gave their kid 20 bucks and he's going to buy a goddamn CD with it. Mom, can I have this? I don't give a shit. Shut up. Children are so sheltered. Oh, well. And, I mean, obviously shit like that. It just makes people want to shelter more. But that's part of... You get, I wouldn't say that's part of the problem, but it is kind of a problem. Hand your kid a phone. Tell me he can't find whatever the hell he wants to watch. Well, he sheltered my ass. That's not what I mean, though. Yeah, from... Like, that's part of the sheltering. It's like, you put a screen in your kid's face, and that's what they'll do all fucking day if but, you let them. Well, yeah, but that keeps them... To, as opposed to, you know, an in-person interaction yes. with the society yes. that he is exposed to, he or she, it is it is a, a third... It, it's Everything's through a window. It's through our screen. Yeah. You know, their interaction with people doesn't have to be... Humanity's real. already... The so, value of life. The metaverse. It's, it's already been named. Life has Welcome. a lot Killing of... Killing somebody so meaningless these days but it's just a game i'm not no there's so many fucking problems it takes a village to raise a child man no one's taught how to actually properly interact anymore Mm -hmm. because we everything's taboo don't ask him about his tattoos why the fuck not lady your kid can come over here and ask me whatever the hell they want if i can't answer it i won't answer it why do you have a rabbit on your on your hip (laughs) red flags kid red flags 
I was at the nerd store the other day and I had my youngest with me. And these other guys come into the store and he's like, hi, you know, selling them high and shit and that's cool. But then, like, later on they come back around like this rack where they're looking at stuff and he just runs over and gives one of them a hug. Like, at first I want to be like, you know, don't fucking touch strangers, man. Stay away from people. But what? Why scared? He's just giving them a hug. Like, do I know who he's selling? <clears throat> no. And that might be the issue that I'm having with it, but... So, do you know how the system keeps us in check? Terrorism and fear. Paranoia. Your children will be stolen if you don't look at them for three seconds. Yeah. And it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But at this point, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it's the same fucking group of people that run the country that aren't jacking all the fucking kids. Well, just imagine where you'd be without them. I try not to do that too much either. A lot of times that one goes dark. Yeah. I mean, my oldest, I was 18. A lot of my thought process has changed. I mean, for a while there, it was glorious death, basically. But... I couldn't ever seem to find that shit. So here I am. I would be dead or far removed from society. Out in the middle of nowhere. At this point, yeah. Dude, I'd be in the Ukraine as a warlord. That mountain's mine. Fuck around, find out. Come get it. No kids. Here okay, nobody likes a bragger. Well, we could play the opposite. Where would age be with kids? In a four Just bedroom. like us, driven out of his fucking mind. So obviously he's different. Well, yeah. So how do you know maybe it wouldn't have been... 20 years happily married at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I get it. You're not old enough for that, but. There's not really a way of knowing. Exactly. Well, it does. Because having kids does change people quite a bit. Every. It should. Yeah. It should. And that's that pro-life, pro-choice thing. Like, that's not. That's another one of the subjects like school shootings. It's just one of those things that you can't have a conversation about. With so most. People. This goes to a point of speaking of school shootings. One of the biggest fucking problems we have is a mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. 100%. Huge, man. And let me tell you fucking what. I am part of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just willy-nilly roll the dice. This motherfucker going to have the same shit because let me tell you what. I'm not removed from both sides of my parental line and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a very weird dichotomy of both. And... Dude, we're all products of our parents. It's Whether it's, they were absent or not. It's also kind of a point of, you know, it goes into, it's so hard to raise a child in today's world. I, I mean, I'm doing well to keep myself part of it without well, losing my own shit. How much of it's nature versus nurture? So I'm fairly convinced that they're actively robbing children of their creativity, their inspiration. Yeah. I mean, my kid's going through school, definitely. Well, you're not you're not taught to be creative to learn. You're taught to memorize, yeah. to recite. But then you're also... You're going to draw this. We're going to teach you how to draw this. And that's what you're going to draw. Drawing it your way is wrong. Yes. You're supposed to draw it this way. Most yeah. of the arts, I think, and that's why they're pulling them from schools. They're too expensive. We can't afford finger paints. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so there's a joke in the army. There's only one thief in the army. Everybody else is just trying to get their shit back. So everybody feels robbed of something. Childhood, love, looks money. Everybody feels like something is owed to them. Family love. That's another one of that shadow work things. Killing your dogma. Almost everything you believe is probably a lie. I mean, maybe that's one of the ways that makes me a unique person. I don't feel around. Yeah. I don't feel much of anything like that. So that's 
what's there's a good word for it like where you can accept that you're the master of your own universe like if you're not happy with where you're at work harder if you like where you're at keep doing it i always take pictures no sunrises and sunset yeah. i only take the really really special ones everything's perfect since i was a kid i will just stand if i happen to be awake for a sunrise i will try as hard as i can to appreciate it and i mean truly like if you're gonna walk through an art gallery you have to stop and look stop and smell the fucking roses man and i can appreciate stuff like that i just don't have an emotional emotional response to it maybe you don't know what emotions are ogre oh i definitely don't so i did therapy for a little while and my poor therapist had to give me a list of emotions for me to reference uh-huh. so they can be like, if you think you feel something, look at so, this list, see what it might be. I don't fucking know. Are you familiar with like long-term post-traumatic stress where your the brain... post-traumatic stress? Okay, so that's the fun part. Everybody thinks it's one traumatic event. That's, that's why they call it long-term. So essentially in post-traumatic stress, your brain forgets happy. You learn fight or flight or shut down. And any time your adrenaline comes above a normal level, your brain immediately hops into one of those three. And a lot of people think they're bipolar because of PTSD. Like they don't know which one to jump into. They don't know which one they will. You're being attacked and you fall down and cry. I just shut down like a real man. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, there's mushrooms. I, I need to quit talking about mushrooms, but I swear to God, like, look up the PTSD mushroom, psilocybin mushroom research. So, I guess you could say I woke up the other morning and was probably one of the least restful sleeps I've had in a long time. Because it was as if I literally spent the whole evening just watching myself sleep. It was an alternate perspective of me sleeping that I was taking in. It was really weird. It was the most hyper-realistic experience I've had. Never been able to lucid dream. But damn. You've never not been able to lucid dream? I haven't. Let's put it that way. So you never remember your dreams. But, like, I think you're different over there. And maybe that's why they keep the separation. I say they, I'm not entirely sure who they are. Whoever monitors the astral realm. They don't like things being heavily fucked with. Sorry. I explained my side of it. <laughs> oh. I don't think I've ever lucid dreamed. There have been a few times where I was aware I was dreaming, but that was about the extent of it. I did that the sleep paralysis once. That was unpleasant. That is lucid dreaming. So the astral projection aspect is similar to lucid dreaming. Like you take the conscious parts of your brain into the astral realm. So one of them would be in a meditative state, and one of them would be in a near-sleep state. I think we've discussed that key thing, where you hold a large skeleton key, you sit upright in a chair, and use your meditative techniques to slip into a trance, and then as soon as you start to fall over into the other side, you drop the key. Hopefully waking yourself. It's a way to float between in a lucid state. I think I do it on accident when I get really tired. My brain just starts to slip over there. My meat suit takes over all the physical activity and my brain just wanders. It's wherever it might. The the psychic who read my Akashic record, she would astral project to the Akashic record. 
and speak with her soul guides and then the, the keepers of the records. And they would bring her information, supposedly. Give her the answers to whatever questions she might have. So black magic is usually it's the much more basic stuff, but it's generally the stuff that works the easiest. Essentially, you're giving up either a piece of your physical body or your soul for that shit to work. Is that why it's... Well, like, usually you hear black magic and think evil. I mean, so good and evil are both all about perspective, right? I don't know, maybe you think that casting a love spell on the person you believe to be your soulmate is saving you and them and everyone else involved because you're fucking delusional and... So, pretty much any magic cast on anyone else, without their direct consent, if they come and ask you to do something for them, then that's, we're, we're talking consensual. But to cast spells on somebody without their permission is rapey as fuck. Especially when you're doing it for your own gain. Let's say you go and cast a protection spell for a friend of yours, without their knowing. I, I can't imagine there would be any ill intent involved in that, right? I, I still wouldn't do it. Like, personally, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to at least tell you I'm doing it. It can be really complicated as black magic, but a lot of it's not. People get mad and spiteful and hurt and whatever, and they go lashing out with crazy shit. And then generally, they're probably going to not be very happy with themselves after. But some of them flip the switch full on, just straight up evil, fuck it. I don't know why that switch is flipped. Trauma, programming, both. I don't know. I, I have no idea what to say about black magic. I don't really want to discuss how it's done. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have an idea. And maybe not. Fuck, I don't know. Manifestation. This is a dangerous one. So, the intent side is by far the, the cerebral side. The manifestation half is almost too easy. Fuck it. You've done what you can. Let it manifest. Find your cool. Ride it. It'll get here or it won't. I guess you could say this is where all the doing steps are, but generally as I figure out what the step is, I just do it. So I consider that intent. Like I'm intending to do this thing and then it happens. Good job. Go me. Manifested. Well, a lot of people refer to manifestation with like whiteboarding. You, could, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they'll get a whiteboard and they'll write down what they intend to do and what mm. they want to happen. So, I guess that's more of like a visual reminder of your goals that you mm -hmm. said. And then hopefully they'll manifest your goals. I've seen a version of this on one of the space books or some shit where people were writing like, I want $10,000 more a month. Wish in one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up first. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. No. If you put, I want three more jobs, all paying at least $25 an hour so that I can make 12000 Okay, that's a plan. Like, just writing, I want money on a fucking whiteboard is not doing a goddamn thing. And that's the practical side. Like, I'm not saying you can't cast some crazy shit with enough intent. But it's going to take a lot of fucking work. Like, the act of casting the spell is much more than just lighting a candle and looking at it for three minutes. I really want to do the Rinfest thing, and it's going to take every spare minute I have for the next two months, probably, to make it happen. But I'm cool with that. And if it doesn't work, fucking maybe next year. Shit, I might get a cool-ass website. I don't know. I, I have no idea what it burns, but I have a few steps forward 
and that's enough of a plan. What another episode of fucking Tuesdays. Bye, guys. Fucking Tuesdays. Episode something. See you next week. Bye. Deuces. Bye-bye.